Okay, keep going. Now you start into learn, get the hang of it, beat your drone game. Okay. See you. Hello and welcome back to What You Talking, a Kim's Convenience podcast. And today we're going to talk about house guests. And it's just Ruby and I. Hi, everyone. So, yeah, uh, I broke this up into three parts. Of course, we always talk about the intro, which I kind of called it mind reading. Uh, <laughs> of course, there's the house guests, or Emma goes through everybody's stuff. And Jung gets schooled. I originally called it Dumb Jung, but I think I would have got a lot more emails regarding that. So eh, I don't think his fans like that. <laughs> but of course, I mean, Simu on the contrast is super smart. He yes. graduated from Western's Ivy School. so Ivy School of Business. Ivy School of Business. <laughs> yeah, so obviously he's got the smarts. So him and Jung, completely different in that regard. So let's jump into the intro so uh the one thing i like about season one and two is there's a lot of scenes where appa is kind of showing janet the ropes of family business like Mm. coming from family business i appreciate that kind of thing because that's something that's happened to me as well where you know my parents have kind of tried to bestow these kind of lessons of uh, they're not things that you really read in textbooks. They're mm-hmm. more kind of instinctive things or things that they experience. Learned, yeah, through the school of hard knocks. So, mm-hmm. uh, but there's obviously a difference between season one and season two. Where season one, uh, Appa would say something and Janet would try to shut him down or just you know get frustrated. If you think about um, things like uh, cancel out combo, mm-hmm. right? Appa's going, you know white shoes and whatever it is i don't remember <laughs> i didn't take notes yeah on but this. that for janet being like someone of our generation she probably just finds it a little bit racist or like judgmental or just globalizing without actually having a valid point because there's no research or studies done on it right right and they make great comedy points <laughs> yes uh, I think most of those points are actually taken from the play. Mm -hmm. But as we got to season two, as we said in previous episodes, uh, they're kind of nothing is taken out from the play. I think they've kind of exhausted the material from that point. Mm -hmm. And season two kind of shows growth in regards to their relationship as well. Uh, Particularly this episode, this is the episode where uh, the lady comes in and she's going to buy something and Janet gets stumbled on her words. And then Appa comes in and he sells her four quarts of like ice cream well it's not so much she stumbled on her words it's just this lady really likes to cut people off kind of like what appa does and she kind of overtook the conversation because i'm sure at home janet's used to being the one that gets cut off by appa i think in some regard though there was some sort of i don't want to say manipulation but there was some sort of (laughs) manipulation on appa's part to get her to buy because who the hell needs four quarts of ice cream in one go of the same ice cream if you know it was it's a party if you go have a party you might need like four liters of ice cream i don't know if it's like a bunch of kids No, it could be for different things. <laughs> hey, and there's a new thing where people are making, uh, what is it, frosting with ice cream. So they melt down ice cream and then they beat it and make it into frosting for a cake. What? <laughs> yeah, it's all over like Instagram and everything. It's really cool. What's it called? 
I don't know, it's one of those like hacks or like easy to do kind of videos where they, they melt down like a whole bowl of like red ice cream, which I assume was strawberry ice cream. And then they actually um, bake the cake and then they frost the cake with the ice cream. Um, okay. But yeah, in season two, in my mind, at least, it seems that Janet's obviously catching on quicker to a lot of these things and shutting up a down. And this episode, obviously, they have that exchange like, you know, genius, magical, amazing. And then, you know, you're acting like a king hero. And then later on, she's like, oh, you know, you're annoying, frustrating. Okay, see you at the at the yeah. end, tail end of mm-hmm. it. And uh, in other episodes, uh, I'm trying to think, I the one with the smokes, the kid in the smokes. Mm. And uh, she catches on and then she shuts him down. Yeah. Uh, I, like to, I like seeing that kind of growth in Janet. Like she's finally kind of getting understanding the ropes of the business and in her own way yeah Yeah. and putting up a well in his place of master becoming the student again (laughs) so jumping right into it uh we can talk about jung get schooled so it starts off with kimchi he's about to go out with his cousin who we don't know his name and (laughs) don't know anything about him we don't even know if he's real (laughs) (laughs) but he's gonna go watch a documentary on street cats now that's interesting yeah (laughs) i imagine that there are theaters in toronto that would have odd or small things on documentaries on whatever's i don't know (laughs) we haven't really went to any no (laughs) there are a lot of like small theaters across town that they will show a lot of like uh, foreign flicks and stuff like that like, and by the beaches where uh, some fellow fans live where we were recently to get ice cream uh, there's like a small theater that shows a bunch of shows like every day like they show a different oh show. right I think yeah I remember seeing that when we walked by it so um, the funny thing about this is later when Kimji comes back to talk about the the, the movie <laughs> the is documentary, like, he almost tears up, and it, it's kind of funny because uh, I I I found that really funny. So I asked Andrew, "What was that intentional?" He's like, mm-hmm. "No, that was just one of the takes because, of course, when he's doing his part, he does a lot of improv. So mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I just decided one take to kind of take a more emotional part to it, and they kept it in. So, anywho." Uh, so yeah, you can also see Kimchi sporting his uh, jersey tee with his name on it. The, the one that you have. Yeah, the one that I bought. And <laughs> you can get it off Legal Hustle when they have it there. And they have they, it back in stock. Yeah, they, they sell out pretty quickly. Um, he actually wears two things uh, through the two seasons so far. Mm-hmm. He has like a jersey shirt, like a button-down shirt. That's mm-hmm. in season one. And this t-shirt jersey shirt, which you can get off legal hustle you can't get the other one off legal hustle but legal hustle also has like this like tank top that says i feel like kimchi or something like that on the front oh i think i've seen it i don't think it says i feel like kimchi i just i don't remember what it says exactly but yeah there's there's like a sleeveless shirt that he has that he's worn in one of the episodes that they're selling as well a fun wear if you're a fan of the show. Hmm. Uh, it, it's got like nice stitching on the back where like it says kimchi and six. And it's like actually like those jersey like letters that you would mm-hmm. have on an actual jersey. So yeah, go on Legal Hustle. But yeah, jumping back, not talking about kimchi anymore, talking about Jung. Um, this really focuses about how Jung sees himself 
and how other people see Jung. So Jung kind of inter, uh, throws himself into Janet's trivia night, saying, hey, he's yeah. He's like bored and he got ditched by his roommates. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it makes me wonder, does Jung actually ever do anything by himself? Because, like, you know, he's throwing himself into this trivia night. Did he? Yeah, but Janet's done that before. Remember when Gerald went out to go to that art? Oh, yeah, in a future episode, right. Right, Oh, it's a future episode. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So then he comes comes in, and then this is, I think, the only other episode we see Samira, who's her friend. Right. The one who did For season two, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Gerald's there. Of course, because they live there <laughs> together. <laughs> and, uh, shoot, what's her name? Jen? Chicken wing Jen. <laughs> what did he call her at first? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was chicken wing Jen. Uh, he initially called her Jane. And then she's like, no, hits him in the nuts or something yeah. with the book. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty clear at this point that uh, as they're going through the questions that Jung, at least in a pop culture sense, or not even pop culture. No, there were like um, sports questions that Gerald got and he didn't know the answers to those. Right. So he's obviously got sports knowledge. Um, So he knows his hockey. He knows his basketball probably since... He plays basketball. (laughs) He plays basketball, watches basketball. Um, He doesn't know, I guess... What was that? The question about Kate, right? Oh, who right. is the Duke of... The of Duchess something? of... Yeah. No, no. It was asking for like... No, it says, who's the the <gasps> Prime Minister of England or something? Oh. And he's just like, England doesn't have a Prime Minister. Yeah, it's, it's the Princess queen. or it Queen. It's queen and, and her name's que- Kate, Kate and she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. He needs to study his modern politics and stuff like that (laughs) but i mean like a lot of those questions it's not it has nothing to do with book smarts and it has nothing to do with like knowing about the world necessarily like if you asked me a sports question i wouldn't know any of those answers i didn't know hershey pennsylvania was a place i don't know geography for those states come on the tricky part with those board games especially the trivia ones a lot of them are centered around u.s trivia yeah if you ever played trivial pursuit that thing i i initially really sucked at it but playing it enough you absorb a lot of that stuff as you play it and you learn a lot about american politics and american history and all that stuff um i actually probably absorbed more from that than actually learning american history when i did it in summer school Mm. but uh yeah those games are definitely not a good test of those sort of things yeah intellect to be fair to jung but uh, yeah is jung really dumb then well if you consider the fact that gerald didn't know any of the answers to all the sports ones and jung actually knew them Mm -hmm. so it's not that he didn't he wasn't able to answer questions it was just that he couldn't answer the questions that he got right Mm -hmm. Uh, i I'd love to see if they did another scene to know <laughs> if like to know how how much Jung doesn't know versus what he does know because obviously he's got and as Kim Chi put it he's got street smarts he's got girl smarts he eats smart but uh, he doesn't have book smarts but for Kim Chi to say that Kim Chi's like his best friend right mm-hmm. so, so there's got to be best. there's got to be a reason why he said that 
Well, Kimchi probably said that because he Jung didn't finish school, and I'm sure maybe when he was in school back in high school, he wasn't that great at it, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's probably one of the guys that were on all the sports teams and you know always hung out after school, but he wouldn't go to class or things like that. So here's a question: When Jung was at work, and they're talking about eat, pray, love, did Terrence troll Jung? <laughs> I would like to think he didn't intentionally troll Jung. It kind of seemed that he did to me, just in his <laughs> demeanor, which like Terrence is very subtle. He's, he seems like a nice guy, uh-huh. but especially in season two, I'm finding that there are little things that he does that, that, that kind of show he can be a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's kind of making me on the side, like in season one, I was always like, why is kimchi so mean to this guy sure he's like popping up in annoying times and saying <laughs> like he he's the he's the His master of like guy. bad coincidence yeah um but uh otherwise he, you know he's not such a bad guy and then mm-hmm. little things like this in season two that make me go man where's kimchi <laughs> well if you think about it i guess it's just anyone's personality it wasn't like he was trying to troll him it was he was trying to use coincidentally in the same manner that I guess Jung was using it because he was just like, maybe this will help him to understand or like (laughs) he just didn't understand why he used the word still and he was really confused. I don't know. That's definitely possible. We'll leave it up to you. (laughs) So the last part, well, the last part I have in my notes is, um, of course, at this point, Janet has picked up a couple of books mm-hmm. from her house after encountering Pastor Nina, which we'll get into a bit later. And she comes to give Jung all these books. And she's like, hey, why are you... What, are what do you need these with? for? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, I'm studying for my ged. I don't think he said No, he didn't point. say any of that yeah. stuff to her. He didn't okay. talk about the high school thing. Yet. But, but uh, the one thing that I like, especially with this scene, is the chemistry between the two. They actually... Sh- kind of feel like they're an actual brother-sister team because, of course, uh, he's they're playing off each other. Mm -hmm. Like He's like, you know, I I got the looks and you got all the brains. (laughs) And and then afterwards, he he gets the name of her friend wrong and she throws those books at him. Yep. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So, bottom line is Jung... Is Jung dumb? Yeah, I wrote it down in my notes here. <laughs> I forgot to change it. Did he get schooled is what I should say. I think the trivia game was an inaccurate portrayal of somebody's <laughs> intellect, like you mentioned. So in that sense, no. Um, But I feel like he just recognizes he's missing a lot of knowledge that you would have learned. And that's why he wants to go back to school to get his high school diploma, right? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he definitely recognizes in himself that there are some gaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? He's just going to fill them. I mean, obviously, it seems that season three, it's given, <laughs> it's going to be an opportunity for him to do it because he's currently not employed. <laughs> <laughs> so what's he going to do? Go back to school. Mm-hmm. So the next part, uh, it's just simply called House Guest or again... Um, uh, snoops around. Um, 
the the nice part that I really liked about season two as well is that the, a lot of growth of these secondary characters, like Pastor mm-hmm. Nina. Pastor Nina got a lot more things to play with into this season. For example, this episode, new TV, and silent auction. Mm. Uh, I can honestly say I liked all three of these mm. episodes for Pastor Nina. Okay. Like, uh, I would easily say, you know, if you're a Pastor Nina fan, just you can rewatch these just on them. That, uh, these on their own. Well, but you get more of a story to her and you understand like maybe her family, her background, and you, you get a little bit more intimate with the details of who she is and and what she does before she became the pastor at this church. Yeah, and at this point you find out that she was at one point married. Mm-hmm. Uh, her... Husband cheated on her. Yeah, with her good friend. Mm -hmm. And now she's kept in contact with her her friend's ex-husband. Right, ex-husband. Who has the enormous spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's clear at this point that Emma really misses having somebody at home. Yes, uh, (laughs) to take care of. (laughs) Yeah, it's only been at this point two weeks. Yeah. While uh, Pastor Nina's like, you know, I, I, my place doesn't have hot water. It's mm-hmm. going undergoing renovations. It's yeah. dusty. I'm a jumps into that. Now, d- what do you think she wanted more? Do, do you think that she actually wanted to help Pastor Nina more? Or was she just hoping to have somebody there more? Let me word I that. I think ag- having somebody there was more of a subconscious thing. Mm-hmm. And wanting to help Pastor Nina was the conscious thing in the for in the foreground of what she was trying to do. I can only imagine how stressful it would be for somebody like Uma to host somebody like Pastor Nina, given that she's very socially conscious about these kind of things. Uh, anything that she does in church, she's very conscious about. Mm-hmm. And now she's hosting Pastor Nina at her home. But... Amma's always been very proud of who she is, who her family is. And the only time where she tries to hide anything that goes wrong are like the little dark secrets and stuff, right? Where, you know, Jung was bad at one point and she, that's why she tries to hide him. And then I guess, I guess with Janet not being like a doctor or a lawyer and she's an art student instead, she slightly hides Janet away for things like that. But when when it comes time to showcasing you know the talents or like the things that she's proud of she's she never shies away for instance when they were doing the singing contest mm-hmm. right so i don't think she would have felt that much pressure to host pastor nina because she's proud of her family her home she knows that she runs a great household well i mean it's funny you mentioned the dirty little secrets <laughs> the, the things that she brings up you know, Appa's like, you should hide your secret cigarettes. And then she's like, well, you should hide your whiskey, your poker chips, your cigars and bathroom magazines. <laughs> yeah. So she knows she knows all those dirty little corners in the house. So she yeah. wants to make sure that they're all cleaned up before Pastor Nina. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, well, I mean, that's one part of it. And the other part that she's always trying to put her best foot forward. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're sitting there at dinner and this is like one of the one of the dinner scenes in the show and they're all dressed up and it's obvious mm-hmm. that she's prepared a special meal for yeah, Pastor it's Nina. it's not like everyday meal. While yeah. saying, you know, this is just a normal everyday meal that we eat. And, <laughs> and given what she's cooked, it looks like she's cooked her famous Galbi Jim. Hopefully, won't give anybody stomach aches. <laughs> she said that normally I make it spicy, but I've 
you know, lessen the spice for guests. But that's weird. Calvary Jim's not spicy. No, no, no. But there are other dishes there. There's oh, all a bunch yeah, yeah. of like okay. side dishes. So mm-hmm. in a Korean meal, you'll usually have like a bunch of little side dishes, mm-hmm. which will be uh, preserved or... Um, fermented. Fermented. Or uh, pickled. Yep. Vegetables, mm-hmm. uh, typically. So you'll have a bunch of these little side dishes as well as some, maybe a main dish like Calvary Jim or... LA Calvi or something mm-hmm. or fish or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so clearly from the from the layout of the table, she prepared this very nice meal for Pastor Nina. Very extravagant for three people. Yeah. Especially <laughs> for three people with candles too. Yeah. And uh, little Jesus has sitting on the table. But mm-hmm. I, I don't think I've ever seen... It, for all the people that I've been to, like especially Christians and hardcore Catholics, I've never seen a little Jesus on the table. It's probably an ornament she purchased at one of the church sales. <laughs> yeah. To impress Pastor Nina or everyday meal. Well, like you said, she puts her best foot forward, right? So mm-hmm. she's just trying to show, hey, my household's very like devoted. We're, you know, mm-hmm. we're doing everything by the books. And just like at one point she explains later on, oh, the ni- last night we were just home reading Bible, you know, <laughs> which I'm sure it's not what they normally do. <laughs> we see them watching TV. <laughs> right. And then Appa kind of calls this out as he's eating. It's like, you know, she's not the queen of, she's not the queen or. No. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they continue to eat. And my, like when he's eating, the way that he's eating. Don't you remember that part in the episode? He was just eating. No, he was like, he was like slurping and dropping things out of his mouth that and wasn't everything. On purpose. I mean, that was on purpose. Yeah, that was on purpose. Oh, obviously, <laughs> it's not how he eats. I don't know. When I, have I, I we really seen he how he eats? When he eats the ravioli, he like, yeah, he makes a face. When he yeah. drinks his tea, he slurps it normally. Yeah, but nobody's going to eat with a whole bunch of food falling down your mouth. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> the funny thing about that part in particular is that uh, between Paul, who plays Appa, and Amanda Brugel, who plays Pastor Nina, mm-hmm. they have a little online between Instagram and Twitter, <laughs> uh, kind of a little friendly war going yeah. between each other. They call themselves set besties, but uh, she she makes fun of the fact that he spits when he talks or when he eats. <laughs> oh, no. And he makes fun of the fact that she has an oily face or something. I don't quite get that, but must be something behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But it's funny that uh, especially that scene kind of translates into this little war that they're having. Mm-hmm. You know, can you think of one character? Because uh, obviously, this dinner is super awkward, right? Yes. Uh, you got Pastor Nina. She knocks down the little Jesus, and then, <laughs> and then Amma thinks, "Oh, oh crap! We, we should be holding hands to to, to yeah, pray." Because she saw her reach her hand out to pick it up, and because she's got to reach for her hand and stand up, it's like, uh, "Oh, are Pastor we standing Nina's, up?" It's like, "Oh, we got to stand up," and Amma's the whole time like, "Oh." Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, why can't we just eat? <laughs> so, obviously, it's a very funny and awkward mm-hmm. um, scene. See. Who could have they thrown in to make it even more awkward? Mr. Chin. Mr. Chin? Mm-hmm. Why do you say Mr. Chin? Because he's the troll. <laughs> he's the poker. He pokes and pokes and pokes. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so he would have pointed out all the awkwardness and all the mistakes and like just made everyone feel even more awkward. I would have said the queen of awkward. I would have said throw Shannon in. I don't know how she would have fit in at this point. Maybe like if this were season three or season four or season five where where Jung is somehow dating and somehow <laughs> she gets thrown in, but then he can't make it. And then Pastor Nina's there by chance. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been like the most awkward you can make it because she would have found some way to fill in all the little gaps to make it even more awkward. Mm, it's possible. <laughs> so at this point, um, this kind of sets the main part of of what's really happening behind this. And Uma runs down and then she finds this pack of condoms in the <laughs> room. And I, I gotta ask, why the heck was Uma in Pastor Nina's room? Well, I think she was just probably tidying up, cleaning up as as she normally does. And when Janet's home, she probably goes in after Janet comes home and then like cleans up everything after her anyways, right? So she's just used to that cycle. I, I, I Again, I guess this kind of goes back to whether uh she kind of misses janet in mm-hmm. that sense and as you're saying she's kind of going back into the old habits of, yeah. of uh you know i'm gonna go clean up her room or go check to make sure there's no dirty laundry sitting anywhere oh yeah. looking under the bed oh what the heck is this Bert runs down with the condoms hey appa look what i found at the worst possible moment of course pastor nita's like in the washroom or something <laughs> it's like what are you doing but the funny thing is, because we do find out that they are Janet's, is that how come Mama's never found them before? <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. did she just not make a big fuss of it because she knew, hey, the only person who's living here is Janet. I already had to talk with her, so until, at least she's being safe. That's right. Until Pastor Nina comes and it's, it's like, like, oh, what? God, our dirty laundry's uh, coming <laughs> up, so we better hide this. It's not just the bathroom magazines. It's yeah. just pack of condoms yeah. sitting there. <laughs> with glide technology which <laughs> i'm kind of curious what that is but at the same time we won't get into that <laughs> so yeah another question how different would this episode have been if Uma had never found the condoms i kind of asked that because then would that the have led day? to yeah just the next day or would have it just led to you know other funny stuff with Pastor Nina happening, or maybe nothing at all. It's just a boring kind of Emma trying to one up herself every day. Well, I would think that they wouldn't pay as much attention to Pastor Nina if she didn't find those. And the next day's conversation, Appa wouldn't have been as much of a troll or like pushing so hard to like interpret or reinterpret everything that Pastor Nina was saying into into something dirty <laughs> yeah that that's the whole i guess comedic line the the mm-hmm. running joke going through is that obviously they think it's something dirty yeah and i wonder if how much pastor nina had caught on at that point during that so you think she's breakfast. trolling them back <laughs> i wonder i wonder if she she's just kind of throwing it back at them kind of seeing what they think or or she really doesn't know she's being sweet and innocent. And then mm-hmm. she only realizes after kind of at this reveal that, oh, I found this pack of condoms. Oh, I get it. I don't think she would have had an I get it moment still. Because no. she always just found Emma to be severely awkward, right? Mm-hmm. Like she's always felt like Emma does things and she doesn't understand and she needs someone else to explain <laughs> it to her. Because... 
for her, she might think that it's, it's either a cultural difference or something, but she knows that whenever she interacts with Amma, it, there's some sort of, I guess, unknown or question marks going around in her head because she doesn't understand it. So that that's going back to my initial point. I really wonder what would have happened if the condoms were never found. Would mm-hmm. they have encounter some really really funny weird situation or would Amma just be trapped in the cycle of one upmanship of herself until the point where she can't figure out something to do and then it kind of explodes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but Appa actually asks this one really interesting question when he's trying to stall for Pastor it's like you know are the dinosaurs in the bible (laughs) and I was sitting there I'm like this is funny but I've never actually thought about this but if he's been a devout Catholic or Christian, he would have read through the Bible. <laughs> but even if you read through the Bible, it's not really mentioned anywhere. I actually yeah. I actually Googled this afterwards. Mm. And uh, one of the things that most people say is that there are a lot of different interpretations about a lot of words in the Bible. It's mm. kind of going yeah, along yeah. the words of what Pastor Nina is saying. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, things like, well, they don't really mention dragons and stuff like that. No. But... but some people are saying in other translations of the older versions of the Bibles, um, you know, some large lizards or whatever they may be could be interpreted as dinosaurs or something. Because, of course, dinosaurs wasn't really a term until the last hundred years or so. Mm-hmm. So, who knows? Who yeah. knows? So, jumping back into this, of course, um, it, it, Amma's got her whole thing where she's trying to uh, not show the dirty laundry, the dark mm-hmm. corners of the house. And Appa, he's on the flip side. He's <laughs> He doesn't know how to deal with this because, of course, she's saying, yeah, it's Janet's. It's like, no, it's not Janet's. It's Pastor Nina's. It's like, Janet's not like that. Of course, she's daddy's little girl in uh-huh. his eyes, right? Yeah. And he has a hard time accepting this whole time. And that's why he's so defensive, trying to push it on Pastor Nina, mm-hmm. trying to say he's trying to quote or paraphrase Mark 10, verse 8, <laughs> you know, and uh, throw that back to Pastor Nina. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, and it's funny that they throw in a lot of these church things. I think uh, in this case, Ince probably has a lot of mm-hmm. influence on, of course, yeah. his background. His father is a pastor, his uncle's a pastor, his grandfather's yeah. a pastor, whatever mm-hmm. it was. But um, a lot of these church themes seem to be kind of this ongoing thing throughout the Kim's lives, yeah. which is uh, nice to see. And of course, uh, we got Mr. Chin. And of course, Mr. Chin is usually the troll, right? <laughs> yeah. And somehow he's, he's the one who brings us to light to him to like, you know... Ginger, when she was two or three, and she goes into the dog park and bing bong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, and it, was was he saying that like, now that she has a dog walker, he just doesn't care what happens to her? No, he, I guess he's saying he doesn't n- need to know anymore. Like he <laughs> he doesn't have to witness it, right? So then <laughs> he can right. just he can just as like I guess any father does assume purity, and that is it, and not face reality. So, yeah, it, it kind of wraps with Pastor Nina. Of course, she's mm. at this point, she's already talked to Janet. And, you know, here, here's your condoms. And, of course, Janet's, like, feeling awkward. Because mm. who wouldn't feel awkward having, like, your pastor give <laughs> you a pack, a pack of your own condoms, right? Yeah, that's weird. I was once in line at Walmart returning something. And I saw my accountant a couple of people ahead of me. And he was returning condoms. 
Oh. That was very awkward. So thank goodness he didn't see me. But every time I saw him, I was like, this is weird. Did they have glide technology? I don't know. I wasn't right <laughs> behind him. <sighs> yeah, definitely uh, anybody that you have to work with, or especially in a professional well, you know, even if it was your friend or especially anybody in your family, having to encounter something like that is super weird. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this, but I, I lived for a while with my cousin. And uh, at I think during that year, she started to date my one of my friends from high school. Mm. And it was like such an odd pairing because I never thought that they would like her and this guy. It, like there's such... I didn't think that would ever work in terms mm. of chemistry sort of thing. And somehow it was. And one day I was, I think I was going into her room to get something because I left something in her room. And as I'm walking in, there's clear as day, this big box of like, like of Durex, whatever it was. And I'm like, oh my God. So I walk out of there. And of course, it, it's awkward for me because it's my family and one of my friends. Mm -hmm. And I'm in the room just next to them because we're living in this two-bedroom con uh, two condo. And I, I didn't say anything. I just felt weird about it. <laughs> and sure enough, her brother walks in one... Like, he was he was visiting one time. Mm. And my cousin, she she doesn't really pick up after herself. So sometimes she'll just leave stuff around like janet so, t-bag janet <laughs> exactly and that's why i said she's totally like janet in that regard so it was probably still in the same spot so when my cousin he walks into her room and then he spots the bag <laughs> he goes ah, ah. <laughs> of course as a brother you're gonna freak out a little more yeah and i was like oh no <laughs> like, did you find what i think you found and he's like did you see that too i'm like yep and we were both both mortified together but uh yeah to this day we don't let her Talk live that one it? down oh, no okay. no we we met we oh. mentioned it to her <laughs> i see so yeah uh to wrap that up of course uh after pastor nina and jenna have that talk uh you see Emma and appa in pastor nina's room <laughs> for i don't know what reason you see no, Emma was folding was up the, the bed laundry. and doing laundry but why was she doing her laundry yeah, like I said before, she's just in her in her old habits. She went back and saw dirty laundry, so she's putting the laundry away. That's fair. As yeah. she's rolling up her underwear, Pastor Nina walks in yeah. and like, oh, you know what? I'm going to move back because clearly you guys have boundary issues. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh... Awkward. So I guess that kind of wraps up the whole episode. Uh, we learned that uh, Jung... Did not really get schooled, but no. uh, yeah, it, it was kind of unfair. I mean, when you play any of those trivia games, like, what the hell? Why are we going to know all the presidents of the United States? Why are we going to know that chocolate is made in Hershey, Pennsylvania? But I have been to the factory, so... I've been to the one in Niagara. <laughs> so if you have any comments, questions, or stories to share, email them to whatyoutalkingpodcast at gmail.com or tweet me at Mike Y-U-A-N 82. And now this special message. We're putting together a study group for like-minded students. Studying for a GED? Want to know if dinosaurs were in the Bible? Whether you're street smart, girl smart, or eat smart, we'll help you get book smart. Visit www.superstudygroup.ca slash it's kind of a trick question slash hashtag it's a two-spot question.
to sign up and bring your enormous spirit. Until the next time. Okay, see you. Oh, are we doing it together? We didn't do it together the first time. <laughs> okay, hey, see, see you. you. Try it again. Okay, okay. see you. <laughs> it's three, then okay. You're kind of like three, okay. okay. And I'm like, what? Okay, you count. No, you count. Okay, okay see, see you. you.